join me for home worship today. You know, I've been all around the world. I've been to Israel and Nazareth singing worship songs in a small church, singing with the Spirit. I've been in Africa and Uganda in village churches, and they sang with the Spirit, brothers and sisters. And I've been in Bora Bora where they sang with the Spirit. And that's what you and I are going to do today. We're going to worship our Lord and Savior with song, with our spirit, soul, mind, and strength, and give him the love that he deserves. Amen? Amen. sisters I hope you enjoyed that and I hope you sang with the spirit showing the love that you have for our Lord and Savior and that's how we bless him brothers and sisters and he recognizes it and he will bless you back and if you didn't if you were worried about the person next to you what they were going to think about you and you didn't want to clap your hands or move your feet or sing it with the spirit there's always tomorrow Right? The Lord says, if you're ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Don't be ashamed. Show the Lord the love that you have for him. People want something from God, but many times they don't want to do anything for him. If we want the love of God to be in us, if we got to show him some love. And then he'll fill you with the Holy Spirit, which is love, because God says he is love. Amen? Amen. So today is a new day and tomorrow's going to get better because we're going to read the word of God to learn how to please him and do his will. But before we get started with the word, I'd like to say a prayer. So please bow your heads with me and pray with me. Dear Heavenly Father, I've humbly come before your throne. I thank you, Lord, for putting the message together today and drawing the people that you want to hear the word. I pray, Father, that you fill me with double the Holy Spirit, and the words that I speak are your words, not mine. And I pray that your will always be done, in all cases, in all ways, not mine. And I pray this in the precious name of Yeshua, Jesus. Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. You may hear me say Yeshua. That's how you say Jesus in Hebrew. Now we'll read the two passages that we usually read, but I may add a few verses here and there. Just write them down because you won't be able to keep up with that. But I always will put all the scriptures that I use in the description. So you can go back and look at them again if you so please to do so. So if you brought your Bibles today, please turn to the book of Romans, chapter 13, and we'll read verses 11 through 14. And do this knowing the time that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now our salvation is nearer than when we were first believed. 
The night is far spent, the day is at hand. Therefore, let us cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Let us walk properly as in the day, not in revelries and drunkenness, not in lewdness and lust, not in strife and envy, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provisions for the flesh to fulfill its lust. Now, brothers and sisters, the Lord speaks a lot about lust, fornication, adultery, a lot. It's a stumbling block that the devil uses to try to take us out of our lives. The devil wants to steal, kill, and destroy anything that's God's. And if you're saved today, you are God's. He tempted Jesus. Do you not know he would tempt you? And so we need to learn how to fight him off. And here it says to put on the light, put on Jesus. Amen? Amen. The second passage we will read is found in the book of Ephesians. Chapter 6. We'll start reading in verse 13. Therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day and have done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having girded your waist with truth, having put on the breastplate of righteousness and having shod your feet with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. Amen, brothers and sisters. So he wants you to put on the armor, the armor of faith. He wants you to put on the breastplate of righteousness. Righteousness is obedience. He wants you to follow Jesus' footsteps in obeying our Lord and Savior, God Almighty. He wants you to use that shield of faith to be able to quench the fiery darts that the wicked one will shoot at you. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God. Now, the Word of God, you have to read the Word of God to know how to please God and do His will. Amen? Amen. And we're reading that, and that it's telling us to do that. To be versed in the Word of God, if you were with me last week, we learned that when the devil tempts you, you can rebuke him as Michael did in the book of Jude. He said, the Lord rebuke you. You see, the devil cannot stand the word of God and he will flee. By the blood of Jesus, we can beat the devil with the word of God. You just say, the Lord rebuke you in Jesus' name. And he is gone. Do you understand? 
There's power in the Holy Spirit. And if you're saved today, and you believe that your Lord and Savior came from His throne, incarnated in human form to die on a cross for you and me, be the sacrificial lamb for all the sins of the world, was buried in a rose, and you have repented of your sinful ways, you have changed. You're not perfect. Only Jesus walked the earth perfect. But a born-again Christian sins rarely. And the ones that's not, sins perpetually all the time. And if that's you, you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Yes, and there's power in the Holy Spirit. There's more power in the Holy Spirit, which is God, Jesus, inside of you, than anything in the world, including the devil. You understand? So next time he tempts you, you tell him where he's going. You tell him he's getting cast into the outer darkness, into the lake of fire where the fire is never quenched, where the worm doesn't die, which is the soul, where there's wailing and gnashing of teeth, being tormented for eternity, never having rest day and night. You tell that devil where he's going. You think he's going to stick around with you? No, he's gone. We'll go find a weak Christian or someone who's not a Christian. So use that armor. Use the power of the Holy Spirit. Use the word of God and he will flee. In 2 Peter chapter 2, 13 and 14, and here he's talking about false teachers. There are spots and blemishes carousing in their own deception while they feast with you, having eyes full of adultery and that cannot cease from sin, enticing unstable souls. So there's people out there telling you that it's okay to fornicate. It's okay to be an adulteress. It's okay to be gay or lesbian. God loves everybody and you're going to heaven. Well, it's not so, brothers and sisters. If you read the Word of God, which is the truth, it'll tell you different. Yes. And these people have eyes of adultery. Remember, our Lord says, if you look at a woman with lust in your eyes, you've already committed adultery. You've got to keep your eyes from sinning in lust. That's not looking at a beautiful woman and saying, oh, she's beautiful. God put beautiful women on the planet to admire, to look at. It's when you're thinking about having sex with them. If you're imagining them naked, that is a sin. That's adultery. Don't do it. You understand? And there's power in the Holy Spirit. And he will keep you from doing that. Period. Point blank. In 1 Thessalonians 4, 3 and 4 reads, For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor. Okay, your own vessel is your body, and you have to know how to do that. You know, if you have a problem, maybe you've been having an affair with your neighbor's wife. 
you have to cut it off. You have to know how to control your body. You have to get rid of it, brothers and sisters. Do you understand? If it's a computer that takes you to certain sites, block those sites. You understand? Do whatever it takes, brothers and sisters. The last one I'm going to read is in Mark 9, 47. And if your eyes cause you to sin, pluck it out. It is better for you to enter the kingdom of God with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire where their worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. To understand. And he doesn't mean to literally take your eye out. He means to cut out whatever is causing you to sin. If it's a computer, if it's a TV program, if it's going to a bar, if it's going down the street where there's prostitutes and you can't do that without picking one up, don't go down that street. Because you heard. Hell is a real place. It's where the fire is never quenched. It never goes out. Where the worm doesn't die, which is the soul. You never die. Jesus came to conquer death, brothers and sisters. Everyone is going to resurrect the good and the bad. And the good are going to be with our Lord and Savior in the paradise of our Lord forever and ever. But the ones that don't make it, brothers and sisters, they're going to be alive. Yes. And they're going to be tormented with the devil and his angels. Don't let that be you. All right? So fight off the devil with his temptation and rebuke him in Jesus' name. You tell him the Lord rebuke you in Jesus' name and he will flee. Amen? Amen. So brothers and sisters, today's a new day and tomorrow's going to get better because we are going to use the tools that the Lord has given us and use the power of the Holy Spirit in us to have the Lord rebuke the devil and he will flee. Amen? Amen.